Now, a little birdie told me that you were a little miffed off by the reading challenge. I just thought some of my sisters could have come up with some more original material. Oh, mm. you were more disappointed than missed. Now, the truth is, Rue, body image has been something I've struggled with for a lot of my life. And I have talked with my sisters, mm -hmm. and they know what I've struggled with. That's why it uh, was a little bit um, hurtful. So you feel like it's OK for you to make fun of someone else, but not someone else to make fun of you? Um, look, I will try, you know, whenever I come for anybody on that runway to make sure that we're all laughing together. Right. But that's the thing about comedy, and a lot of times, especially people who have been through hell and high water with an issue, the only way to get through it is to friggin' laugh Laughter. at it. That's true. Because mm -hmm. look, you survived. Yeah. So I think that uh, there's some really interesting questions that are getting brought up here in terms of Alexis's sensitivity about her uh, body image reads during the mini challenge this week. Um, what I'm curious, what are your what are your thoughts on her reaction? Oh man, um, so so I understand her reaction. Mm -hmm. I do. I I totally get it. I think body image is one that many many gay men, myself included. Uh, you know, struggles and struggled with, uh, and we've talked about this in the past. Mm -hmm. um, the, the only rub that I have is like, the whole challenge is a reading challenge. That's what the glasses are for. It's to create a kind of almost a safe space to be like, okay, the rules have changed. Mm -hmm. And now we're coming for each other a little bit. Yeah. And it's shady. And you know, her guys of being upset is like, well, they could have come up with something more original. It's like, well, Alexis, like, you were hurt, mm -hmm. and, and we need to get that. The The only thing that I that I find interesting is that RuPaul and, and Ross have called out Alexis for, like, hey, why can't you take a joke? Yeah. Meanwhile, a few episodes back, you know what I'm going to say. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Eureka mm -hmm. had to apologize for making a weight joke. Exactly, exactly. And I don't know why there's a double standard. The skinny girls need to get apologized for because bulimia and anorexia is a disease mm -hmm. and then for some reason because alexis has body issues it's not considered a disease it's something that can be joked about now yeah i i say let's be consistent well you know there was someone who posted on the subreddit about this exact thing saying kind of being you know the, the devil's advocate for alexis is like wait a minute how come we're all supposed to you know feel this kind of sensitivity about uh, Valentina and Sasha and and the eating disorders they struggled with in the past. Why are we not applying the same rules to Alexis? And it's it's interesting to, in comparison. Another queen who had a similar response but very different was Delta Work in season three, and she called this out because all the reads that she got in the mini challenge were just like fat jokes, and Delta wasn't coming in from coming at it with a from a place of you know feeling hurt. She was just like, really guys, like that's the best you could do, like. You couldn't think of anything else. Like she was like, raise the bar. And yeah, it's a... I, I think that is. I think that's genuine. Mm -hmm. I think Alexis saying that was. Oh, I agree. A, a, an echo of that season. Right. Well, I, and I think that Alexis was trying to to mask her her hurt feelings about this. Sure. By it saying... was it was all self preservation for yeah. me. And I think this episode to me had a theme with Alexis of self preservation. Mm -hmm. Every single thing that I feel like she reacted to was 
an effort to self-preserve. Mm-hmm. And that and that goes into when she was critiqued on the runway for everything. Yeah. And Untucked, we heard her being like, well, I did have funny jokes. Right. And, well, the green thing, you, you, they joke about the green thing every season, which we know is not true. Right. They don't bring up Michelle hating green every season. They brought right. it up like twice. Right, right, right. It's come up occasionally. And then like the fans have run with it. Mm-hmm. But regardless, uh, and also not a way to react to yeah. a judge. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, Also, whoa. I mean, the other thing about Alexis that I think is really um, sort of difficult, and I think Rue kind of brings this up, is like, well, they can't read you for your body, but you could read Shay for her teeth. Yeah, right. It's you like, know? if you're going to dish it, yeah. you got to be able to take it. Yeah. And I think that there's this idea... KK? KK? Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I am the boom boom gun. So... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, beep, beep, beep. sorry. <laughs> you know, Alexis kind of tries to put this, you know, this disclaimer of like, you know, I will, and I, I'm, I gotta tell you, I'm tired of hearing my sisters. It feels very false. Oh, but you know, sure. I talked to my sisters and I told them this mm. is something I feel sensitive about. And I get that, right? I get that. But I also think that I, I just think you need to know where you are. And I just think that it, it's a really tricky thing because there are, there are elements of what she's saying that I get. I do get it, but I also think that uh, she's being very hypocritical and that you can't make this complaint and then make jokes that are essentially no different. Right. That It almost feels like a lashing out. I mean, the, the thing is, I think, I believe that she's on her own journey. I remember seeing that shot of her after Farrah went mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I know that look. I've had that I've look. I've had that look. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you know what? Is it fair? Is it is is it fair that she gets read? Is, is it fair that... You know, they, they get to read her body. Mm-hmm. Is it... I feel like it's a product of our time. That, like, this is very season nine. Mm-hmm. That that someone is allowed to be this sensitive. And, you know, not for nothing, but, like, people are vicious in the world. And if you're on this show, yeah. you are saying, sign me up. I'm uh, going to be able to deal with this. And yeah. yet, Valentina still apologized yeah nina still apologized farah still apologized to her. yeah well, it's so very season nine and it's mm-hmm. very kind of helicopter parent like mm-hmm. products right right where it's like oh i'm so sorry your ego right uh, this i didn't mean this for you uh and i what's interesting is that i feel like earlier i'm in this... on the fence with this mm-hmm. I, I i hope that that comes off because i get at once that she needs to be able to take a joke uh, and that she's being way too oversensitive here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also believe that people are on a journey and, and, and that there is a double standard. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think it's early, it's interesting that earlier in the season, these kind of like, the apologies that we would see, we'd see Aja apologizing, we'd see different queens apologizing for acting out, and we kind of enjoyed it. It was like, oh, it's interesting to see that this evolution, but, and it's weird, I mean, because I'm on the fence as well, because there's this part of me that just feels like, um, and we talked about this a few weeks ago when we talked about um, the fact that like this is a room full of drag queens, like w- like we cannot be applying these social justice standards to an art form that is designed to let you say whatever you want to say and to cross boundaries and to do things you're not supposed to do. Yeah. And at what point are we? At what point are we completely diluting it? I think right. that there's room for that kind of those conversations. There's sure. room for talking about bullying. There's mm-hmm. room for talking about um, you know. It, Issues of body image and, yeah. and, and, you know, all the different issues they brought up in the social justice corner. But at what point are we asking too much of of something that is explicitly not what they're asking for? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, at some point, the boy in the skirt 
needs to let the skirt do the talking yeah and let the skirt protect him mm-hmm. and i think i think that alexis i think that everybody i think there's two issues here right mm-hmm. that we feel for alexis because us as millennial men and young gay men mm-hmm. we get what she's going through, totally right totally. we get it mm-hmm. but at the other at, at the other opposite end it's like come on this is drag girl wake up and yeah i feel like we're we're both in accordance here. Mm-hmm. We both see that this is complex. I just hope that the fans also see the complexity of it. That it's not just, fuck you, Alexis, get over it. That it's like, okay, yes, fuck you, Alexis, get over it. Mm-hmm. And, hey, Alex. Yeah. You're pretty cool. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to tell you, the, the the responses on the post and the subreddit about this were, were much more measured than I expected. Cool. And a lot more people kind of being like, yeah, no, I see it. I get it. That makes sense. Mm. So I think there there's certainly an audience that sees it the same way we're seeing it. So Colin, what are we listening to? Well, gosh, we're talking about all this. We must be listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. Which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little TV show. I am Johnny. And I'm Colin. And today we'll be, of course, continuing our season nine recap with, um, I don't remember, I never know the name of the episodes, RuPaul's Roast Part (laughs) 2. Yeah, RuPaul's Roast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which, of course, is another rehab. And it's interesting, the subreddits brought this up too, or maybe there was an article I read that the more that Drag Race is rehashing past challenges and past runways, the more we're starting to see that the past ones were better. Yeah. Because yeah, so far, n- none of them, none of the oh. rehashes we've seen season nine, from Aja's Alyssa Edwards compared to Violet's Alyssa Edwards right. to, I mean, right. you know, the Night of a Thousand Madonnas. I, well, I, I, there were certainly some improvements in that there weren't four kimonos. Yeah. But, you there know. There still two repeated looks, but anyway, right, still two. Right. But Not this one. roast, when you compare it to the last oh one, it, you, can't, you can't compare it. You look like the black peewee heart. I mean, on and on. You know, if, if you think, because, you know, it's interesting. They they set it up as such a surprise that Michelle was going to be the, the roasty, the chicken. Um, and, of course, she was roasted just as much in season five. And I think of some of the reads. She, I think of, like, Jinx Monsoon. Like, Michelle Visage is so full of semen. And it's just, like, none of these queens. Period. Que- period. <laughs> and none of these queens... It got, I was I was really they didn't do a good job at roasting the other queens Mm-mm. and roasting well they did kind of go through the panel mm-hmm. there was it seemed like there was a template yeah and it seemed so canned to me yeah, it, yeah. It, you know what a lot and the, the the winners of these challenges they didn't seem like winners they seemed safe. Yeah. There was nothing, and you know what? We should say this. We we watched this together live at the Monster. Yeah. And there was a lot of energy. I think that was both our first time watching it at a bar together, hosted by Nina Bonita Brown. Nina Bonina Banana <laughs> Bofana. I should have been Black China. I should have been Black China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, and the energy was great. Yeah. And we had a good time. It was certainly a different way to watch that show. I mean, watching it with a bunch of screaming queens. It's fabulous. And people were yeah. quiet enough. Yeah. And it made an episode that, honestly, upon second viewing, was kind of a dud. It made it so much more fun. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. True. I mean, that to me, you know, I I compare that to, oh, this must be what it feels like to watch football at a bar. Because I have no experience of that. And I was like, oh, this is sure. amazing. Yeah, everybody's with you. Everybody's interacting with yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. It was a collective um, celebration. I get why people love that. Yeah. And this was very much like that. Yeah. But, I mean... I have to say this was, this, I don't know, do you, I was about to say this may have been the weakest episode of the season. Oh, you think so? 
I thought the cheerleading episode uh, was the weakest. That was the other one that I was just thinking of that was also really weak. Yeah. Um, and I, I think maybe, again, it's because we can compare it to season five and right. how good the roast was of yeah. season five, you know? And, and, what's, and we'll get into it. What's so interesting, again, making these comparisons, is season five, one person brought out a character. You know, it was just Coco Montrese being, you know, RuPaul's good cousin from the Brewster Projects. I think four queens pulled out characters. Right. And I don't think any of them were. Which was your, if you had to pick the best one, which oh. is the best character? Oh, character? Not just best roaster? No, just a character. Oh, character. Okay, so there, well, there was Nina, there was Trinity, Trinity there was Alexis. Uh, Alexis, and then there was... Um, Vera? No, it was um, uh, Valentina. Oh, Valentina. She, I, I honestly don't think Valentina, I hate that I have to say this, but Valentina's was probably the most successful of the characters. Oh, I liked Nina's. I, I'm but, so biased. Everybody hates Nina, but well, I feel lower. <laughs> you know, my, my thoughts on Nina's were that, you know, she she came out with a character, but it was like there weren't really many jokes. So it tell was, us a joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where was that guy? But like, I appreciated the characterization. I just wasn't seeing her like using that to then roast. Okay. She or, was okay. simmering, you sure. know? Sure. It was just, it, it, she happened to be a character. She happened to be a character. Yeah. She it, she kind of was warming the bread in the oven. She wasn't really roasting anything. Oh, that's which is analogy. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, I, uh, anyway, we, we can definitely get to the roast uh, later. When we talk about it, yeah. Uh, so I guess we should we should hop in. Um, you know, I I there were people saying this on the subreddit, and I think that this was very true when you kind of watch it again. Was that that sort of the sort of prologue of the episode? You know, the after Aja's elimination, before the credits. It's it's almost so obvious what's going to happen. It's almost so obvious that you think, well, it can't be this. It can't be that Farrah's going home and Peppermint's going to win. Colin, I found the editing egregiously obvious yeah to the point where they only showed the top and bottoms when rue and ross were going through the workroom yeah they only showed in the beginning i wrote this down sasha started it Mm -hmm. and then alexis spoke about being a contender in this competition right and then peppermint wants to win so she gets this confessional and she's like well why are you here if you don't win a challenge Mm -hmm. and then valentina oh she says one day oh no, no no that wasn't even that wasn't even a thing uh, the last person that speaks was Shay. Shay says, uh, "You know, people who haven't won have to have to work, have to care, be careful." Right. And they show Farah right. and Peppermint. Right. I mean, it just to me, I, I I think they've done this in the past, where it's just in past episodes this season, where it's like, oh, it can't be this, it can't be that, because it's just so, so obvious. Obvious. Yeah. And, and and my question was, it always this obvious? No. Am no. I going crazy? Like, no. am I just getting smarter? <laughs> I mean, I think that we are, we are cottoning on to the model a little bit more, but this season is different. It's almost like, it's almost like in some ways, it's almost like there are a whole different group of people producing the season who watched all the other seasons, but now we're doing their own version of it. Right. And there's some sort of magic there that's getting lost in terms of, and, and it's around the editing and around the storylines that they're setting up and around the structures of the episode. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the fact that there's always a social justice corner now. I never felt that way in past seasons. When social justice right. issues came up, it was like, oh, that's an interesting turn of events. You're absolutely right. And 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 again, I don't know too much about, about this. I feel like the producers do prompt them in some way. I have some great tea on that. Oh, I can't wait. So, Roscoe's Viewing Party, which, you know, I love to talk about the tea from Roscoe's Viewing Party. So, I think Charlie Hydes was there. Oh, that, I just, I, oh, I didn't even write this down. I'm so glad I remembered it. I'm glad you mentioned this. Um, apparently, there was, 
so Charlie, this was when they were talking, they were, she was in a robe and they were talking about HIV and all that. And one of the producers tugged her robe and said, talk about the HIV thing. And Charlie said, oh, I don't know if I want to do that because I'm just going to start crying. And the producer said, tears equal fans. Are you fucking kidding Charlie me? told this. This isn't just like some random tea on the subreddit. Charlie told this at the viewing tears party. Tears equal fans. That's right out of that show that you don't watch. Un- what is it? Uh, Unreal. Unreal, yeah. That's right out of that show. I know, I tears know. Tears equal fans. And then like push. Yeah. That's and. Fun. So you, and, and there, I think they also said at Roscoe's that they would start talking about things sometimes and the producers would stop and say, wait, hold on. Don't talk about it yet. Okay, now you can talk about it. Oh, wow. And so, I mean. Oh, what, I feel like such an adult. I know, I know. Because then, I mean, I feel like I bought into it in the early episodes of the season. But, I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm just seeing it. I'm seeing all those all the, the, all the I'm seeing all the prompts. Yeah, I'm seeing the producer's hand. Yeah, I'm practically seeing Charlie's robe getting tugged at the bottom of the screen. You wow, know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's something to look out for now, I guess. The other character, the other queen of the season, is the producer. Yeah, exactly. Know? Well, it it does give an interesting context. The next time we see a social justice corner is like, where's the producer's hand right, on this? Right. You know, because um, this one this week in particular felt. It was very topical. Very, because of Chechnya. Yeah. But obviously they had no idea back right. then. Right, right, of course. Um, I mean, Russia was obviously still, a, you know, based on their stories, of course, was still a contentious situation, but it was not as topical as it is today. Right. Um, but it, it at that point, it did feel a little bit like we have an agenda of topics we need to talk about, and this episode we're going to talk about this topic. Okay. Um, yeah. And, it, and it, it felt... Um, I don't know. I, I didn't connect with it. I'm only we can get into it as we get into the episode, but I didn't connect with this week's social justice corner the way I did past weeks. Mm, you know? Yeah. Well, and I also have some, some thoughts and questions maybe for you and our listeners. Um, oops, I just kicked Ella. Um, before we go on to the reading challenge, I wanted to talk about that weird shot of Farah looking like she just came out of hell and poter- poltergeist. Uh, oh, you know what I, I mean? Oh, With yeah. bloody and like dripping wet. Yeah, yeah. She looked like she just fell through the living room ceiling in Joe Beth Williams' arms. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Get her in the tub! Get her in the tub! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Uh, I need a smoke. I need a smoke. <laughs> oh, come into the light. Come into the light. <laughs> this workroom is Except clean. It's Ross Matthews. Right, right, exactly. Oh my god, Ross Matthews is Zelda Rubenstein. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, that is the drag I came here to see. <laughs> That shot was uh, shady. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, anyway, okay. So uh, the reading challenge again, a miss. And I normally, know. like, I look forward to this reading challenge. Yeah. And I just normally I write down a lot of the funny jokes and whatever. Mm-hmm. There just weren't that many. I know. I was just looking at my notes. They were like... all kind of nice to each other, except for obviously talking about. You know the roles, right, right. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, called. yeah, I and it was like, even that, it was I. It, either they were not very, like they were very gentle, or they just weren't very clever. You know. Yeah. Um, again, I'm, it's very season nine mm-hmm. where I think they. I mean, maybe they came into it 
knowing too much. I don't know. Well, you know, they... Un- to produce... Yeah, on Logo, they have every week, they have, like, the pit stop with Raja. Yeah. And, she'll talk- and so she was talking with Bob the Drag Queen this week. Okay. Bob is a great... Bob does interviews a lot with, like, Teen Vogue. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but they're great interviews. Okay. Teen Vogue is, like, stepping it up. Bob <laughs> is... Ladies and gentlemen, please let me stay. Teen, Teen Vogue. Vogue. yeah. <laughs> Giving you barely legal realness. Uh, but... Bob is a really great commentator on Drag Race. I think he's he's very honest. He's not diplomatic. I mean, he's diplomatic, but he's not. You know, he's mm-hmm. like, it is what it is. And what he said was like, listen, season eight was a bunch of comedy queens. These are not comedy queens. Yeah. These queens are, are just underwhelming. They just don't have the same skill set yeah. as season eight. Even, I mean, their looks are good. And I think next week with, with the Club Kid Challenge, we'll see some, some great skills. Oh, I mean, yeah. Obviously, Alexis and Nina and Trinity can beat and we saw the previews of them and they they look amazing yeah yeah yeah. they really do look amazing but you know the i I just i felt like this the reading challenge was just so meh to me yeah the the, the one joke let me see oh 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 we have to talk about uh the latrice joke that (gasps) nina stole yeah i I, like stole i i i remember at the bar i was like Oh no! Right, I've heard this before and better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I it was uh, yeah. I was and I think Latrice she tweeted about it. She was like, you know, something about the joke that she had done it first, and uh, it was that was weird to me. That was really strange. They also didn't do a send up. Usually, there's one or two queens that do a send up of Paris is Burning, and mm. do that kind of. Right. Voice. Yeah, like like Alaska. All right, and things yes. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Yeah, that's a really good point. That that they didn't. I don't even know if RuPaul even said in the in the tradition of Paris she is didn't. burning. I and I got to tell you that makes me a little bit sad to extract Paris is burning from mm-hmm. the reading challenge because that's so important. Yeah. To include that, like right. otherwise, it's a tradition. It's about throwing shade mm-hmm. for combat to safely. Mm-hmm. fight you know otherwise this is just bitchy gay men in a bar exactly yeah exactly yeah which is kind of what this felt like yeah 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 a little bit mm-hmm. a little bit I, I thought that um the raise your arms one word shay deodorant bitch and it was two words i, uh, I <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny yeah and then peppermint you need one I, that was what what i found was that simple was good yes simple was great mm-hmm. and that's very paris is burning that yeah. it's just devastating yeah yeah you one know, very simple sentence that's devastating right and i think a good contrast and i was so disappointed because the setup was so good was when nina was reading sasha sasha and she was like you know you and rupaul have a lot yeah. in common you ball she ball you wear glasses she wear glasses like the the delivery was so good oh, it's perfect and then and she, then nothing and i was Stop. so disappointed because that delivery could have she could have fucking won. She could won. have slayed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Um, and even, you know, speaking of slaying, even Shea Coulee, I'm like, I don't know if I remember even her having any really, like, great reads. Um, she, Peppermint, you assassinated on, on the runway, but you shouldn't have assassinated your wardrobe. Oh, and I did like her Fifty Shades of Ashes. I like that, sure. But even, I mean, that's to your point about earlier about the queens who were high in the roast. That's a safe read. You know what I mean? Like, that was good in this mini-reading challenge, or mini-challenge, but, like, in any other season, that would have just been, like, totally safe. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was all very safe. Yeah. 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 And, of course, it brings out, like, a lot of drama with Alexis. And all of a sudden... Surprise, surprise, the musical theater kid has to be, you know, uh, the yeah. attention. I mean, don't get me wrong, love Alexis, 
But I see her going through it. Right. Well, it makes me just think, you know, we think about... It's reality TV, so it's drama, and, mm-hmm. like, this season kind of lacks it. So it's yeah. like, let's... let's focus on this right but i th- if i think about we always talk about the boy under the makeup and i think about alex and i think about you know he's already revealed that he's very sensitive he gets in his head they are like eight challenges in you know i think that there's you can when we always talk about like with project runaway and they, runway when they get tired and they start crying and I, I when i as i think about this more i think that like Alexis getting upset about this, this was just a way to get her, like, her stress was coming out this way. Her feelings were coming out this way. I would venture to believe that maybe not in the in the workroom she could have taken the joke a little bit better. But she's getting wrung out and she's just desperately trying to get to the end, you know? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't quite know if she's a front runner yet, oh, you know? I think she thought she was. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's she needs to be more humble. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and start to be a little bit more self-aware. And I think she's lacking that right now. She's trying to overproduce. She's trying to be school as fuck. Yeah. And it's coming off as really fake and phony. There there were um, so many fans that were like, ah, Alexis, 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 the beginning. Yeah. And now they just want her to get off. I have to seen that. To the point where they were like, she should have gone home for that lip sync, which is not true. Not true at all, but, no. But... Um, to that to that point where they're mm-hmm. creating this like well let's get her off right and that's really a lot of the response I've seen on the subreddit is just like you know and, and other reviews that like she and Pheromone are the most annoying ones oh. and I I just think it's true I, and I don't even find Pheromone that annoying I find it all quite endearing yeah, to be right, honest with you right. for, for some reason maybe it's the little voices you know the one with the lips I don't find that annoying at all yeah no I mean she's yeah Right, I get it. Yeah. It's not cuckoo. No. Well, you know, I think what's interesting, and you bring up the point about self-awareness, I, what's crazy, Farah being so much younger than Alexis, I think Farah, the reason she's not feeling as annoying is because she's got self-awareness. There, I think more so than Alexis does okay. in this competition. In this competition. Yeah. Uh, 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 Alexis probably might have self-awareness because mm-hmm. she can she can be mature, mm-hmm. but she's in her head. Exactly. With, yeah. with her inner child, you mm-hmm. know, all of that, with her self-saboteur mm-hmm. and they're all sitting down at the table yeah they're all sitting down the table Mm -hmm. and they are staring each other down yeah yeah so and yes in the context of this is all in the competition i i firmly believe all these queens are vastly different people yeah outside of this workroom right right, yeah right right. you know if you want to hear a fat joke Mm. uh i guess i'll use alexis but um sure so alexis shell is so fat that all the voices in her head are chewing oh god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Since we're talking about voices, right, head, right, 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 totally, uh, yeah. That's 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 part of the reading challenge. There, exactly. The library is closed now, don't. Like right, right, right. Officially. Officially. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, we find out that the guest of honor is Michelle Visage, and she doesn't know. Do you think she doesn't know? Well, so and you, Did know, you learn me, anything? No, I was going to say when we saw it at the bar, I didn't, I didn't oh, pick up that, that she didn't know, and I. I want to believe that she didn't know because yeah. I think that's really funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to believe that too. It, yeah. It's hard for me to believe that mm-hmm. you know, a produced television show she doesn't know. Right, but, but maybe, I believe. Maybe, maybe I think that like she said that like when they have like she doesn't know. Right. What, she doesn't know what goes on what, in the workroom. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't know what the runways are going to be until Rue announces right. it. I guess I believe. Well, that. that I don't know because she did have the sudden, the desperately seeking Susan uh, look for the mm-hmm. Night of a Thousand Madonnas. So. I'll take it back. Looking for Susan. Uh, yeah, looking for her? Susan. <laughs> um, no, my name is not Susan. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, milk. Um, okay, so, uh, yes. So we, obviously, we get into Alexis going crazy. 
in, in the workroom. And then, again, uh, the, Ross and RuPaul come in to kind of do critiques. Mm-hmm. And the editing goes obnoxiously uh, yeah. obvious. And we only hear from Alexis, Farah, Sasha, and Peppermint. And I'm like, really? Right. Right. I mean, it, it really... Uh, and, and it's interesting. I mean, I didn't take many notes in, her, in their conversations with Farah and Peppermint and Sasha because they all felt very like, well, you're going to be funny? How are yeah. you going to make it funny? Right. Um, though the, the one note that I did take, and this is really just kind of, it got me thinking again in line with the producer tugging on Charlie's robe is when Rue says, well, a little birdie told me that you were a little miffed about the mini challenge. And it just made me think about what does that really look like? What are, what's the meeting with the producer like? It says, okay, here's what we got. Alexis is not happy right now. Right. They, they, she doesn't like that they read her for her body. So make sure you talk about that. Right. Like it just, you know, we were talking about this the other day about, or maybe I was talking about this with somebody else about RuPaul. I think, yeah, I was talking with my friend yesterday about RuPaul and how, there's the idea of there's the character of Mama Ru, and mm-hmm. then like how, the producer. and then there's the, the producer, producer with an right, empire. right, right, and these are not just like Alexis; these are not your sisters; these are not your girls. Right. You know, they're not her children; they're mm-hmm. her, you know, coworkers. Or right, her, right. Yeah. They're they're her characters. Yeah, they're her, her chess pieces. Exactly. Um, and it just, I I think it's sort of in line with something that people have. I think we were even talking about on the subreddit of how RuPaul's personality has changed over the seasons. I maybe we've talked about this in the past how connected she was with the girls certainly season one oh my god but right. season two season three right. versus now where i mean th- that's why i didn't take many notes on what she said to farrah peppermint and sasha because it was all the same of like well i'm gonna leave you to it you know better make it funny yeah and it, and she's not i felt like ross was giving really good feedback i did I, you know i did really enjoy ross especially mm-hmm. with farrah yes he coached her very well and she took None of it. Well, that's what I loved was later when he said, no, I would say you fucked up because we yeah. addressed this yeah, already. we talked about this. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I love that because, you know. Showbiz. Yeah, showbiz. <laughs> and I just love that because I felt like it was Ross being like, girl, like, I came in, I told you exactly what to do. I was really helpful for you. Like, no more excuses. And I just. I don't want to hear goddamn excuses. Yeah. And I like the Ross Matthews version of that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I loved when he said, um, you know, it'll be really nice. But it won't be really nice at all. Right. 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 Yeah. I, uh, he he was very good. He was really helpful. I and I think if he wasn't there, I don't think any Rue had anything to offer them. No. You know. No. And I mean, the, the the meeting with Peppermint was essentially just to set up the storyline of oh, you really want to win? Oh, do you really want to win? Oh, you hungry? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? It was just to kind of stoke that fire. Sure. Sure. Uh, so we can. Just jump into the runway. Um, oh no, we have Social Justice Corner. We have Social Justice yes. Corner where we're talking about... Yes. Uh, oh, I did want to mention that... Um, who is it? is it? Is it Dan Squirrel Man or is it Twitter Joe? Uh, I, I agree with everybody that's been saying that these shorter episodes are a detriment. Yeah. We're not really celebrating all of these queens and this competition as a real competition. Mm-hmm. The more The shorter these episodes are, the less I feel like we're actually seeing the competition. That yeah. we're seeing stories that they're creating. Yeah, well, I mean, this whole social justice corner almost felt unnecessary. Yeah. Like, right. it felt... Shoot- I was like, well, right. what more could... I would love to see more of the queens trying to figure their acts out and less of a story that was interesting, but not... I think the weight of it didn't match the weight of past episodes, you know, about... You know, we a little bit about Sasha living in Russia and having to kind of hide herself and about Peppermint at the right. airport. Which is which is very scary. You know, I do want to talk... I want to raise up a very controversial point. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, granted, I am on Peppermint's side. Mm-hmm. 
Russia is a really, really awful place to be gay. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that her experience is valid and that it is her experience. Mm-hmm. But I want to bring up the devil's advocate point and maybe kind of hash this out. Mm-hmm. Um, because there, a friend of mine was texting with me yesterday about it. And mm-hmm. uh, we it, it was just kind of an interesting idea. So let's say you go to border security, right? Mm-hmm. And your you know visa or whatever, and you're wearing sunglasses and a hat, right? And they say, uh, "Can you take that off, please?" Mm-hmm. Do you say no? Of course not. Yeah, you take it off. Yeah, because you have to look like your picture. Right now, Peppermint felt attacked. Mm-hmm. That's valid. The problem she had was that this woman at border had a problem with her sexuality that the mm-hmm. picture she looked at was uh you know presenting as male and then when she looked up at peppermint peppermint pre- was presenting a female mm-hmm. now i get that you feel attacked and that your identity is your identity mm-hmm. but if there's a picture of you that's of a male tell me right wh- where do, are, why are you, not why are you upset i don't want to ask that I want to say, why didn't you expect this? Right, because if you can... You don't go through security and drag. Mm-hmm. So why would you present as, as your true self mm-hmm. when, you're, when, you're, when your passport is the, the boy that you were right. forced to be for a while? And now they're trying to figure out, well, why doesn't this match? And we have to do this because this is part of our security procedure. And whatever the security agent thinks about people who are trans or or you know whatever like is really irrelevant because i mean well it's certainly relevant it's just a separate issue it's irrelevant to this situation it still exists but this is not a trans issue as much as it's a security issue is a bullshit security issue i'm sure of course we should also state that Mm -hmm. right sure but it's like i think i just think that yeah i think there's that makes a really good point is that like to just think this was just a transphobic moment is really not looking at the larger context. Because right. I, I believe that it was, mm-hmm. that it was a microaggression, mm-hmm. and that it's bullshit, mm-hmm. right? I cannot believe that Peppermint, as a beautiful woman, needed to deal with this. Now, the reality of the situation is, is that her passport is presenting as boy. Mm-hmm. It's It's... it's it's some it's 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 just a very sensitive issue because it's like well you're going to have to maybe maybe see a bigger picture here and help them understand why you don't look like your passport picture. Right. Yeah, and whether or not they are tolerant of that is a separate but you know relevant issue. You know I, mean? I believe that I am off here mm-hmm. by t- by if I um am fully supporting this this controversial point that my friend brought up, mm-hmm. I believe that I'm off, and I am calling out to Sister Mary Claire mm-hmm. and our lovely listeners to to enlighten me and and make me give me a better argument for my friend other mm-hmm. than but she felt attacked and her her experience is the valid one right sure I I, I want a better I, I mm-hmm. think that's a great argument. But my friend is not convinced. So mm-hmm. I'm asking our Marys, our social justice warriors, mm-hmm. our all right Marys, right. to help me. Mm-hmm. 
I see your friend's point. It wasn't something that occurred to me while I was watching it. I see the point. I think that there is there is an element to this of, I mean, it's not the same, but it's like, it's, it's fucking stupid. I have to take my shoes off. But okay, if that's what this is... It's all a performance. It, it's, it's, oh, this is all bullshit. Yeah, it's like, all theater. Yeah, it's like, okay, fine, whatever. But I'm not invalidating Peppermint's feelings at right. all. Right, no way. That's separate. No, that mm-hmm. must have hurt and killed. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I recognize the nerves that hits. Right. Yeah, but I think that there are there are certainly multiple sides to this issue. Yeah. Yeah. So, the runway, I just want to say that I loved when Tamar Braxton said, Hi, darling. Uh, yeah, yeah, T- Tamar Braxton, she's, uh... Excuse me, Tamar? Tamar. Or however you say it. Yeah, ooh, oh. Farrah, oof, yeah, right? God, she really went deep on that one. <laughs> she really came that way. All right. Uh, so, let's, uh, you know... We start with Shay and oh 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 sorry Michelle looked great oh that's true she Can did we fucking agree she looked fabulous oh my god well she put the girls away and I kind of appreciated that yeah <laughs> oh, did. Okay. yeah yeah well you know every once in a while it's like make it special yeah right right you know right, right. yeah and I I liked Rue's dress I like the straps Rue looked great cute. and mm. um sorry but Fortune Feinster Feimster Feimster who mm. She is. She's a Chelsea lately um, oh, personality. Watch I should watch that show. Yeah, she's in that world. So people who like that, she's she's funny. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. It's not it. like uh, I don't know one of our our judge panels randos. Oh, it's not one of these just like random straight white women with blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Who's the one we always say? Arden Marin. No, no. The other one. Oh, oh. Pam Tillis. Pam Tillis. No, this is not a Pam Tillis situation. Oh man, we need some Pam Tillis t-shirts. Uh, that's what it is. We've been we've been casually discussing merch ideas and and Mary's. Would you buy a shirt that just says Pam Tillis Pam on it? Tillis. Yeah. Crickets. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there's there's that there's that meme of that. Of that, um, like, teenage black girl who's like, huh, with her hand oh, out. Yeah, the, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Pam Tillis on your knee. Yeah, yeah. Pam Tillis. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Love her. Love um, her. Okay, so we have the roast. Yes. Everyone's safe as a roast chicken. Mm-mm. Um, I, I, I want to just comment quickly on the audience. Um, the audience was basic. Yeah, I, I... Can we just read the audience? Sure. I, I, fuck that audience. I barely noticed them. They were so... I like the old people so much more. Right. Oh, <laughs> that old woman who was shocked by Laganja. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Well, you know what? The, the worst audience member, the absolute worst one, was the one when... And I know this is editing, but when, when Sasha said edifying and she... Oh. The blonde girl. What? Oh, my God. What? You dumbass bitch. Right? It was like, and I know it's acting, but it was just like... Edifying. Right, right. Give me a break. Raise the bar, Mary. Oh, God. So, um, so okay, so Shay. Shay Coulee. Shay was great. I thought, you know, she, much like Alaska in the season five roast, she was a solid opener. I thought, speaking of Alaska, she, her, her look, her hair reminded me of Alaska's look in All Stars 2 the, with the latex challenge. Oh, to me, I I just saw Jasmine Masters wig. Oh wow! I wonder if that was. I wonder. If That's that, all I saw, Mary. Yeah, I wonder if that was a loner. <laughs> hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. <laughs> um, I thought that Shay was strong. I mean, she was. She was in her wheelhouse for yeah, sure. Yeah, she was in the top. She was in the top. I mean, she was great, and and I love that line of if you liked my performance, my name is Shay Coulee, and if you hated it, this, it's Nina Bonina Brown. Yeah, right. I thought she was. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, she was had solid. great jokes, mm-hmm. super solid. I I would have put her in the top two, actually. 
over who else? Peppermint. Sorry. Mm, no. I mean, okay. Let's talk about Peppermint. We're going to go a little bit out of order. Okay, all right. Peppermint. Okay. So I love Peppermint mostly because of how fucking phenomenal Pepper lo- Peppermint looks. She was the, everyone had said it. It's the best she's looked all season. But the joke that won for her, I believe, was the Michelle from Destiny's Child riding someone else's coattails. That was the only joke I felt where mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is high drag. Right, right. It, that joke was great. It was somewhat reminiscent of Detox's joke that, about showgirls. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. uh, her yeah, black friend. Her black friend, yeah, riding on the, on the success of her black friend or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, I thought that what, what Peppermint did well was that she, where someone like Farrah really didn't do well, was that she recognized that a roast is both reading and celebration. Yeah. Right. And she was able to do both because she is a great host. And mm-hmm. she said she's never read, you know, done a roast before, but she does host and she does know how to command an audience that way. Right. And and it's funny, you know, Bob was saying in the, the pit stop thing on, on Logo, he said, you know, you will never hear a single negative thing out of Peppermint's mouth. She is the nicest oh, person. Wow. She will never oh. read anyone. And I'm, you know, her. oh, I, I swelling, swelling. Oh, I need to, yeah, her. I need to take an aspirin and lay down. <laughs> uh, my heart is swollen. Um, but, and I love that. But, and what I love is that, and Bob was saying it was just like, so it was just such, it was such a gag to then right. see Peppermint like turn it out like that because it's just not something that she does. Um, was she the best? Did she win this challenge? No, that's just the storyline that needed to happen. Sure. Yeah, um, they were. They, she needed to win a challenge. She needed to win a challenge. Yeah. But well, you've succeeded. Well, you've succeeded. <laughs> and and what that makes me wonder is what does that set us up for next week? Because we know that Peppermint's runway is ridiculous next week. <laughs> We've been talking about it before the season started. Yeah, no, that's right. We have. Yeah, we definitely have. So I mean, like, like that's kind of like a Trinity K. Bonet. Like you don't send a queen home in that look. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, and I also don't think that Trinity is going to go home. I mean, that's Peppermint's going to go home next right. week. Well, we can talk about that later. Right? Yeah, for our for oh my god, I am living for all the Marys when oh I. Oh my say, god, you they were thirsty, bitch. Like I got, oh I got messages on Facebook. I we got emails. We got, yeah. I got letters. We got of like, tell me the tea. Tell, tell me, me the, the tea. tea. What's the tea? What's yeah. The tea? Like listen to the podcast. Right, right. <laughs> and I know that I said it was going to happen this week, but like. Next week, Mary's. It's the club kids. Yeah. It's the club kids. You yeah. know, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oof. Fuck. I can't wait. All right. So moving on. Um, Let's go back to s- clin- uh, clinics. Patient zero. Um, yeah. So Sasha, we should go to Sasha. Sasha. So I thought the edifying humor joke was funny. Yeah. And they just made it this like dark horse moment. And right. I, I don't understand that. I, I thought Sasha could have won. Why didn't she? Why didn't she? Be- was it the white flight joke? No, that was great. No, because then she played off the fact that she yeah didn't get- she 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 rebounded so well. Yeah. Also, I think she's probably the best looking of all the looks. Oh, yeah. Fa- I think they said it untucked the white Grace Jones. Oh yeah. What a compliment. What a compliment. I mean, to be called Grace Jones, you don't have to be white, but right, you know right, right, that's right, what a right. great compliment. Um, I, I it was so on brand too. Right? Mm-hmm. I think some was it Ross who said like. This is exactly your brand of a rose. Yeah. Which I thought was uh, was so spot on because, again, what I love the most about Sasha is that she knows her lane and she stays in it. Yeah, well, Ross has said before he's recognized... That's what will take her to the top. Yeah, he's recognized her brand before. They've said that about Sasha a lot is, this is so on brand for you. And that says a lot because, I mean... That's a thing. They get it. That's important. And right. a queen like Farah doesn't know who she is and doesn't have a brand. Doesn't have a brand. 
Um, I lived for, and I love that, like, Michelle lived for it, too, that the, the read of, like, Mich- Michelle is so Jersey that her definition of classical music is Lisa Lisa. Lisa Lee. Oh, she loved it. That was such a good joke. I <laughs> yeah. really enjoyed that. Yeah, I love the Ross Matthews uh, mm-hmm. is a strong lesbian. Yeah. Lesbian. Yeah. Uh, that, that was wonderfully delivered and yeah. you know it's interesting because it's like okay sasha you can be funny this is well I a, mean, a new thing i guess for her that we're seeing i'm assuming i get i mean you know the, what this made me think about was similar to her marlena dietrich she was so calm she was so confident yeah. she was just eating and, and not not confident the way that shay was because shay was just like she could have done this in her sleep but just that sasha showed up we knew she had her challenges and she just rolled with it and knew how to play off the jokes that didn't work. Right. That's almost more impressive to me than making all the jokes work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, I really, and then, oh, her Valentina read was fabulous. Oh, It was yes. um, oh. all of the excitement of smiling with the thrill of just standing there. <laughs> I mean, that I want on a tote bag. You should write that shit down. Yeah, that was, I mean, because they didn't read each other very much and that was one of the best oh, reads of the totally, night. Because totally. it was, it was so... It, it wasn't nasty. It was so true. It was so smart. I mean, really, Sasha, it just because it didn't serve the storyline, Sasha should have won this week. Yeah, it didn't yeah. serve the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, the other joke uh, that I thought was cleverly crafted was Valentina's. I think it could have landed a little bit better, but it was when she was talking about Michelle being a tired-ass hoe mm-hmm. and giving so many hand jobs that she became left-handed. Yeah. Why didn't Michelle get it? I thought that was really funny. It was really funny. I, I was, it was visual. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I thought that, you know, a joke that, you know, that Michelle or Rue lets her look so terrible season after, like, in season two, and, like, her delivery, it wasn't so much the joke, but the delivery of, and season three, and season four, and five, and six. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She... Because I, I wasn't in love with this the choice of doing a character. I didn't think she needed to. She didn't even... Re- I mean, it was muddled. It, it was half-baked, yeah. yeah. But she... I, I think where Valentina surprised me was that she did... She Her delivery was pretty strong. Right. And it wasn't what I expected of Valentina. Right. Um, so, Trinity bombs. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this We was... were sitting there at the bar and, like, just cringing. I, I mean... I, I hate to quote Trinity back to herself, but where are the jokes? <laughs> where are the jokes? There fair, were, fair, fair, I'm on. fair, point. fair. Yes, yeah, yeah, there were no jokes. Yeah. I mean, a poop joke? I didn't. Oh, I didn't understand. I did not pay two drinks minimum in mozzarella sticks for a poop joke, Mary. <laughs> no, thank you. Two drinks minimum in mozzarella sticks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's a tote that's bag. That's a tote bag. Yeah, yeah totally. I can see it. Um, yeah, I... Mm, no, I... She did so bad. Unfortunately, other people did much worse. Oh, like... Wait, can I just... Can I just quote her opening line? Let's get this roast to cooking. Pheromone. <laughs> that's how she said it. And I knew at that moment, I was like, oh, girl. Oh it God. was so... Farah... Oh my gosh, I, I, it was a bomb. I mean, it made Laganja Estranja look like Jackie Mason. It was just like, what are you doing? Like, what, what are you doing? I, I was so uncomfortable. The only, the only saving grace for pheromone, Colin, is that Alexis made me even more uncomfortable. Oh. She had one sort of funny joke. About venereal diseases going through uh, Michelle's veins. It was like a chuckle. Right. But otherwise, Colin, she 
She had a terrible Jersey accent. Oh, what was that? And you know I love... She was doing the Jewish thing. You know I love a little Jewish, you yeah. know? This it she even did the Baruch Hashem. Uh, yeah, Hanukkah miracle. It's like we heard that joke a few weeks ago in the workroom. Yeah, uh, you know why didn't she do well? Was it the fat jokes? Like was is was she just off? I she she seemed thrown. I mean, first of all, I I think that all of the reads and we'll get back to Nina, but oh. uh, the, the whole thing about their painting herself green. I mean, the moment was so uncomfortable because clearly that was a lot of work to paint herself like that. And then she made the joke, and then no one laughed, and she was like, huh, and it was like, oh, oops, my, oops. now what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah, like that, and Ross said it best, you don't, that was, there was a lot of buildup yeah. for one little joke right. that not that many people got. Right, and it's like, oh, so you weren't doing a wicked thing. Okay, right. and then you were Jersey, like Fortune Feimster was like, I just didn't, like, what were you doing? What, what, did, what were you trying to deliver? Oh, God, it was such a miss. And what were those boobs about? Oh, oh, I was talking with my friend Eugene about that. Uh, the boobs. They're girl. called boobs, Ed. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I didn't. They're not, called green boobs. They're called green boobs. I just did not they understand. Were fa- I felt like they were falling off of her. Well, yeah. They were cutlets, right? That they, she painted? I just, why would you do that? They were sticking out. They were so obviously not. It just, it was, that's a good question, is why did Alexis bomb? Why, why was she so bad? What? happened because i just think that and and michelle points us out we know she can do better than this yeah we saw her in snatch game yeah we saw her as chris jenner we know what she's got up her sleeve this should have been like a shake this should have been right up her, right on her alley Can't i think she came too arrogant i think she came flying high mm-hmm. and she didn't realize how low she is was. that a wicked joke <laughs> favorite quotes from season five is there's it's from untucked and uh jade and um Alyssa edwards are going back and forth about like wigs and stuff like that and it cuts to you know coco montrese as a talking head and their subreddit quotes us all the time but it's coco just looking all sly going oh get her jade <laughs> and it's one of my favorite lines get her jade get her jade and so <laughs> Come on, Chang. Come on, Oh, that's an inside joke. Yeah, sorry, sorry guys. Sorry, Marys. Uh, Dini Rubin, realness. <laughs> don't Google Dini Rubin. Yeah, don't. She makes fabulous cookie bars. Oh, she doesn't make them. I don't believe it. Yeah, well. Oh, my mother convinces everybody. That's so true. Sorry. Okay, so Nina, she had that funny character. I love the glasses. You know, um, I thought Nina did great. She was safe. She was safe. She Someone was... mentioned on the subreddit, like, well, I don't know why she painted on the glasses. She should have just worn glasses, which <laughs> I get. That's Nina's brand. I know. No, I get it. I do. And, I... you know, we did see her host. What I loved about seeing Nina host is mm-hmm. that after, because they do the play out where, like, it showed Nina and then there was, like, silence from the judges. Mm-hmm. And Nina's like, oh, yeah, don't believe that. That's not real. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did get, like, a bit of running commentary yeah. from Nina. Uh, yeah. She... You know, I yeah, I I liked the character again. I liked the character. I didn't feel like there were there was much of a of a delivery. Um, I think that if she had glasses, she was on, super confident. I was actually really impressed that she was able to 
rise to this challenge because mm-hmm. I was a little nervous about it. Yeah, I expected her to falter the way Alexis did, but um, but I, I'm pushing the point on the glasses. But I just think it would have given her a prop to play with, you know. And I okay. think I think that that like I think about Kokomon trees. That hair was a prop to play with, mm. you know. Okay. The chains were a, in a way a prop to play with, and I think Nina. Because she wasn't really giving me jokes, it's like, oh, give you a where get get you some glasses on a chain, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. that's a small, you know, that's a nuance. I like the character, and I think that's kind of what helped her be safe. Yeah, so. yeah, no, she was certainly safe in these girls. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, any anything to add with the critiques? Because I mean, for the only the next note I have is Peppermint's yell when she wins. Oh, I missed the yell. <gasps> Oh, it's oh. so oh. joyful. Oh, I'll, re- I'll rewatch that. Yeah. Ew. I mean, I was really, I, I kind of knew she was going to win, so I, I didn't, like, lose my mind. But I was really happy for her. I really, you know, it, it makes me, again, we talk, we're talking about season five a lot, but when you think about it, like, Alaska didn't start winning for a while. I don't think that she won, I mean, it wasn't certainly until after Snatch Game. I know Well, and I think Bianca's the same way. Bianca didn't really... She won the first challenge. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Jinx? Jinx, that's a good question. That's a good question of looking back is like when... Because Bob was winning right away. Bob was winning right away. You know, so I say that because, you know, Peppermint could certainly slip into the top three if she just starts consistently killing it from here on out. Mm. And I'm, I'd be okay with it. That being said... I see Peppermint as, as almost like a really fine third place. You know what I mean? So third place meaning top three. Yeah, almost like a Courtney actor. I'm like, oh, well, I don't think... okay. I don't, okay. I don't see you winning, but I'm more than happy to see you in third okay. place. You know? Wow. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I know we've talked about Trinity in the past, but I could see... I, I just think Sasha, Shay, and Peppermint is possible, or Sa- Sha- Sasha, Shay. That's tough. Sasha Shay or a Trinity. Mm. That's really what I'm seeing is top three. And right now, I'm I'm not seeing Alexis. No, I'm not no. seeing. I'm not Valentina. seeing Alexis. Not Valentina, but we have. Tina yeah, and I'm not seeing Nina. Right, not Nina. I think that yeah. Nina is. Um, peppermint. Yeah. yeah, I I just think that peppermint is also when you think about winners, when you think or you think about top three, you think about you know Drag Race royalty, and you think about characters and, and queens that they like. Mm. she's someone that they love yeah you know yeah and she, you know what she would represent the brand well because she's already a legend she's, yeah and you yeah. know she's a legend she has fans she's a pro yeah and i just think that she, she's an adult in the room she's an adult in the room and i'm always happy to see that you know and that's interesting when we think about that if it was sasha shea and peppermint those are three adults in the room fabulous and i'm really fabulous. into that and you know when i think about season eight mm-hmm. and the top three there mm-hmm. you had bob mm-hmm. you had naomi and yeah. you had kimchi and well, Naomi and Kimchi are kind of young. I feel like they can hold their own and they can like not fucking fly off the handle yeah. like Nina does. They were, you know, that's in, yeah, Naomi's an interesting one because you'd expect her to be a, a kid in the room. Oh, she was she was raised right. Oh yeah, she was raised right. I mean, that's a queen, especially she was raised so well. Yeah, when her, the whole thing with her and Derek, where they were, he was just reading yep. her, and then she went and helped him. Right. Naomi is a fabulous example of a super young queen who's an adult in the room. Right, right. And, yeah. A season nine queen, right? This niceness, yeah. but with the mentality and drive mm-hmm. and talent of yeah. season eight. Yeah, I mean, that Scarecrow yeah. look, though. That share- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That show is ugly. Oh, what a shame. What, what a shame. shame. What a shame. Shame, 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 shame. Sorry. Shame. Okay, um, so the lip sync. You know, okay. We were together. Yes. 
And we were so excited for Alexis to be like, oh, Finally. She, Alexis is going to slay. Peep, she's going to get everybody back. Yeah. She, here she comes. She's going to do it. Right. And then we watched it. Yeah. And it... No, here's the thing. I will tell you this. Because the first time we watched it, I... It was... It was... It was a bit of a dribble. But... The second time I watched it, what I realized, and this is even a credit to Pheromone, this wasn't Pheromone or Alexis Michelle's fault. This was the song's fault. Okay, yes. Now, you can blame the song, mm-hmm. but if you are a lip syncer, and I actually, you're gonna slay it. You're gonna do something. It's going to be great. I think that Alexis was doing a lot more than I saw the first time around. I completely disagree. So for me, Alexis certainly gave good face, mm-hmm. certainly gave good lips. Yeah. Her face was much more engaging. She's, she's definitely a vocalist. Mm-hmm. I think that was her strength. But to me, I, I just feel like she, she didn't realize what she was going on in her head. Like, mm-hmm. I think that she's, what she, what she saw was in her head didn't, didn't come out. Well, and I also think, and this makes sense for Alexis, Alexis wasn't connecting with the song. She was lip-syncing for her life. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? That's fair. So, I mean, because she, that, I, I don't know, that weird hand movement thing, I saw what the hand movement thing was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. The, the the shuffle off to Buffalo, um, uh, little grapevine steps she was doing, mm-hmm. I saw what that was supposed to be. Yeah. But it just didn't deliver. And mm-hmm. again, this has been her problem on the runway. Yeah. Is that she just gets to the line... And it's it just it's just under right right it's it just, undercooked it it putters out mm. or just or goes the wrong direction at the last second so she lucked out because it was against Farah mm-hmm. who did great she, you know for Farah yeah you know little John Bonet Ramsey yeah <laughs> sure yeah but Alexis it just it, I I want Alexis to give me. Two one two. Yes. I want Alexis to give me Barbara Streisand, mm-hmm. Linda Etter. Right. I want it to be a Broadway song, and I want them to set it up like Thorgy Thor versus Chi-Chi. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're I, like, oh, we're gonna give Alexis a Broadway song, right? We're gonna let her do have this. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if that's gonna happen because the next time Alexis lip syncs, she's gonna go home. That's it. Well, that's a good point. It, we, yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's a, yeah. I don't know. I think if that, she has to lip sync against somebody like Sasha. Oh. Sasha, I feel like, is a slay type of yes. face. Oh, they Sasha. They will give her, like, a... Sasha can just stand there. She yeah. can just walk out there in a fucking diaper. And <laughs> <laughs> um, she can just stand there. And we've seen performances of her do this. And it's just, like, it's everything. It, it's um, it's incredible what Sasha is able to channel without bringing out all these moves. Right. I'll tell you this. I wouldn't be surprised if if Sasha or Shay does not lip sync the whole okay. season. Okay. I, w- the, there, I did hear some tea, but I mean, it was a little lukewarm. But, okay. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Can I share it? Because I think in the context of what we saw sure. in Untucked today, yeah. it would be amazing. Let's hear it. There was rumor, and if you don't want to listen, fast forward 15 seconds. I won't talk about it too long. There's rumor that Sasha or Shay... And Nina lip sync and Shay sends Nina home. Uh, and honestly, of course, that would be a, a gag. Right. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That makes sense to me. That would, yeah. be, that would also fit the story, especially when they're painting an untucked because oh, we should oh. move on to untucked. Yeah. Because I have an amazing tweet from Go Patty Go, Sister Mary Patty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Patty! Patty! <laughs> 
body. So, that's our that's our other podcast. Yeah, yeah, uh, married, married William. William. Yeah, <laughs> under the Tuscan sun. Did it all things under under the Tuscan sun? <laughs> the world under the Tuscan sun uh, and the paradigm that Diane under, Lane has created with this little movie. Can you start sixty nine Italy? Um, okay, so um, untucked. There's two things I want to talk about. I want to talk about Alexis. And I want to talk about Shay and Nina. All right. Anything else you want to add to the list, Mary? Those are the only things I would talk about is how much I love that Farrah kept her makeup on. <laughs> because I just, you know, I love that. Oh, oh, and I do. Oh, remind me of this. I'll write it down. I do want to talk about um, when. Maybe we can start with this. Farrah counting the notes. And I know who didn't leave her a letter. Oh, oh, we have to talk about this. Mm -hmm. So, um, for those Marys that are in the UK or elsewhere in the world that have not seen Untucked, you need to know that when Farah uh, gets sent home, she goes back in to get all of her stuff in the workroom. And then, you know, queens often leave notes for each other. And so Farah, she's like, oh, they all left me notes. And she's going through it. And she starts counting. She goes, one, two, three, four, five, six. And she goes, oh, I guess not. Yeah. And it's it shows her age, and it's again it's it's this paradigm of how kids are being raised. Mm -hmm. Not first of all, Farah. Not everybody needs to leave a note. Right. Second of all, Farah, why are you counting? That was interesting. The the why you counting? The weight of the six notes should be enough. Mm -hmm. You don't need to count and make sure that people hate you because mm -hmm. you should focus on the fact that six people fucking love you. Well, I mean, isn't that the truth of, of so many situations? I mean, isn't that the truth of, you know, looking at iTunes reviews and you focus on the one that's not so good right. and you miss the, the 39 that are amazing? Amen. You know, so Amen. I, I... A woman. Yeah, a woman. So I get <laughs> it. Though, obviously, I mean, you can guess who didn't leave her a note. Nina. Yeah. And Nina, I think, said on some, like, you know, she does these live feeds or whatever. And she's like, I just didn't feel like it. And that's fair. That's fair. Alone. Yeah, that's fair. Amon. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, it. She lived lived her truth. You Who know? do you think the other one was? Oh, I thought there was only one that no, he didn't it was leave her six. Note. So isn't it? Oh, it would be top seven. Yeah. Oh, I thought two. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Nina. Yeah. Right. Oh, whatever. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares, Pharaoh? Right. If it was any of the other ones, I'd be like, oh, what's that about? Yeah. But Nina, it's like, whatever. Yeah. It's like yeah. Nina is in her own head. Yeah. She's it's trapped. Ain't got nothing to do with you, Pharaoh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's she is she is trapped in a prison of her own oppressive thoughts yeah i mean i and we see that i mean i, I let's talk about the nina shea moment now that we're talking about nina let's, okay great because to your point i mean i, I was I, I was like what are you talking about yeah. when she started with oh like God, was, i just you know people are saying things. yeah it wasn't real people her voices people yeah and then for her to say for Shay to be like who who well you and Shay be like okay all right show me the receipts when yeah. did I do that right show when, me the receipts in fact when did I not in fact do the opposite right I can't believe she's coming for Shay of all and you know what I uh, because of the nature of my job this often happens to me mm -hmm. where sometimes people come for you People come for the ones that they love the most mm -hmm. or the ones that give them love the most, mm -hmm. right? I'm a very positive person in the organization that I work for mm -hmm. and yet people still come for me. And you know what? All I say to them is, is this how you treat people that love you? Right. right. And you know what? That's the real tea mm -hmm. because it is. Well, and it, what it goes to show They don't know how to accept love. Exactly. And she doesn't know how to see that this person loves her. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. sad that Nina can't be like, Shay's rooting for me. Yeah. <clears throat> and and because Shay is actively rooting for her, 
she is rejecting it because she doesn't trust it. It's easy for the other queens to be like, oh, we love you. Yeah, you're great. But Shay is like, girl, queen to queen, I'm yeah. trying to tell you you're amazing. And it's like, it's an it's only an emphasis of what Nina cannot hear or believe. Right. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine is unsubscribing from Nina completely. And it's mm-hmm. just like, this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Her behavior is unbelievable and, and uncalled for. Mm-hmm. And I, I can certainly agree but you know mm-hmm. what? I also see the boy underneath, and I'm like, you are fucked up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. I, and you know what's sad mm-hmm. is seeing Nina's behavior after the show. I mean, the fact that she's calling Shay Two's-faced and still, mm-hmm. like, I should have been Black China. I mean, granted, maybe a lot of that's performance, but, like, I don't think Nina learned anything, Colin. We, I don't think Nina grew. I don't think she turned into, like, a Trinity K. Bonet story. No. I don't think any of that. And I think it's really sad. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw her at this viewing party, and one of the things that she said was like, oh, I'm not good at this. I can't do this. And, you know, Vivacious was there, who we did get to meet and have a very, you know, unengaged picture with. <laughs> and, you know, Vivacious basically had to come up there and be, and basically be the Shay who wasn't there yeah. and be like, oh, girl, they love you. All you got to do is be up there and talk and like that. Like, they'll scream for you. They'll scream yeah. for you. It's like, it's never going to be enough. Right. Because... Right. Imagine the, dating someone like that. Right. It's never going to be enough. The well, the bottom of the well is is far too deep, you right, know, right. <clears throat> if it's there at all. Yeah. And so it can never be filled. And it really is a shame because at the same time, it's what a dissonance because Nina Bonina Brown is such a phenomenally talented artist. Right. I mean, no right. queen paints like her. Even even Kim Chi, this is different. This is, this is uh, beyond that. And it's such a shame that she is... The dissonance between how incredibly inventive she is and how little she thinks of herself and thinks oh. other people think of her. Oh. oh, it's just heartbreaking to me because from the beginning I've loved Nina Bonina Brown. I was, yeah, I was excited about her from the start. And, Goodness. you know, I I was totally with Shay when she went off on her. And that was the natural next step to be like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I have I have supported you week after week and, and now you're going to come here and you're going to accuse me of this? Like... Uh, it what it really sets up is, is I'm very curious to see like next week you know in the workroom like what the dynamic is mm. with Nina because I think all these queens are done with Over. her you know even Sasha was like it's really rude of you to like suggest yeah. this like I think they're done is it rude I mean I did I, I, I did kind of note that it's like when she says when um, Nina says oh I'm not here for you Mm-hmm. Is it rude to say that? It's like no. It's like well, you're not. You're not here to impress you. I'm not here to impress Sasha. I'm not here to impress Alexis. Yeah, no, I hear you. I thought it was a little. That's right, because she was saying it's rude of you to say you're not here to impress us, and she's not here to impress them. No, I think that. I think Sasha saying. I think what Sasha really should be meaning to say is it's really rude of you to like sit around accusing us. Like I got better things to do than talk about you, Nina Bonita Brown. Right, you know. Right, right. And <clears throat> they said this like a, a week ago or two weeks ago. Like we're not going to do this anymore. We're not building you up anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it really, in a way, it almost like makes you want Nina to go home because it's like, well, now you've isolated yourself. Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't want Nina to go home, and everybody oh. in the world does. And yeah. I'm just like, all right, get rid of Alexis and Farah. And keep no me and my nerves. I know, I know, but you know, I'm I'm getting pretty I tired get of it. I yeah, get it. I will say this, and I I think I tweeted this. Like, it's gonna take a lot for me mm-hmm. to root against Nina, but like this week, and especially seeing her uh, live, I was like, oh, yeah, oh, this is painful. Yeah, like I just and I don't think this is gonna end well. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't think I'm ever gonna get more. It's than like this. when I t- made you turn off the faults in our stars, Colin. 
Do you remember we watched The Fault in Our Stars with Shailene Wood- Woody yeah. and she has cancer mm-hmm. and she like dates that other guy with cancer? Yeah. I think I, I told you to turn it off because I was like, Colin, I can't watch this anymore. Oh, I, I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Like, this is only going like, to get worse. This is only going to get worse. Yeah. And I'm like, ready to die right, right now. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, to all those um, oh, Marys out there, I do not know what happens at the end of Fault in Our Stars. Please don't tell me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they find a cure. <laughs> Last minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> We've got one more option. <laughs> oh, there's one antidote left. One, and he's got it. And it can only be transmitted through a kiss. <laughs> and that's what happens. Oh, the fault in our stars. Yeah. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. That's how it works out. Okay, I'll yeah. watch it now. Yeah, yeah, no, really. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I think that was a director's cut. Yeah. Alternate ending. Okay. Um, so, um, so we should talk about Alexis. Let's talk about, okay. So, so, what... so Alexis, she comes back and she's like talking about the runway mm-hmm. and she's basically like, I told funny jokes mm. uh, and I didn't, I didn't really agree with that aspect of it. And then also defending her thing against Tamar Braxton. Um, she, oh, yeah. It was clear to me that she could not take any criticism and mm-hmm. so what i wanted to talk about was um go patty goes i love that name mm-hmm. go patty goes sister mary go patty go mm-hmm. um please welcome to the stage <laughs> sister... go patty go, go, patty, go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um i i just picture patty mayonnaise from doug oh yeah um, yeah so, hey doug <laughs> or, <laughs> hey doug hey doug I, yeah you, you do it, oh yeah. let's cut those uh-huh. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> sorry uh, oh i keep such a sweet orange cat. Oh, hey, Elizabeth. Um, so, no, she says that this is very Chanel. That oh. Chanel, she's all like, oh, I take full responsibility, but it's not my fault. Right, and, right. And she's not being praised enough for the things that she did do well. You know, it's yeah. It's a total Chanel vibe. Yeah. And I didn't like Chanel season one. I was just like, oh. Oh, she was impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And Alexis is coming off as very impossible here. I'm like, girl, take the critique. Yeah. You didn't do well. Yeah. Yeah. At like, and apply the it. The green thing didn't work. Right. Right. And I just, I, st- I think that it was the act one gun when she said, I'm very sensitive. I get into my head and we are seeing mm, all of the evidence. Yeah. We're seeing all the evidence of it. And she's, because I think what happens then is to take the critique, like that is an incredibly humbling experience to take the critique. And I think it could be humbling, bordering on embarrassing to take the critique. It's like, oh, okay, my instinct was wrong. Right. And I think, you know, it takes a lot to get past that and then apply the critique. And we see queens who do it. And, you know, I mean, Naomi Smalls is a great example. She took the critique and she she recognized that she was flying under the radar she wasn't very memorable and she turned it around and she yeah. stepped it up she turned the beat around she turned the beat around Got to hear percussion. yeah i loved your percussion yeah <laughs> um oh, flute player uh so whereas play that flute song uh but whereas i think that alexis michelle is is I mean, she also said this in her Meet the Queens. Again, this is like a pre-act one gun. This is a pre-show where she said, my biggest competition is myself. Mm. And that's what we're seeing as well, is that she's... And Aja said this too, Mm -hmm. right? They're up against themselves. And and Alexis is up against the fact that... I I think that she feels very specific about what she's bringing to the runway and what she's bringing to the challenges. And 
is not hearing the critiques as opportunities, but is just hearing them as criticism. Mm. And it's it's just it's a shame. It, it there's no there's no different way the judges need to be telling her these things. This isn't this is her journey. This is her evolution. So, anything else to add? I mean, I, I feel like we have kind of went. In, I think. Thank you very much, Colin, for this conversation. Yeah. Uh, we are, uh, again, our Mary should know that Colin is in New York, so this is our second episode where we're face-to-face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and not uh, uh, three hours uh, time difference. Yeah, and, and not using, yeah, not even use Skype. So, and of yeah. course, I will, I am in Brooklyn now. I have found an apartment. Yeah. I will be, I will be back in a couple of weeks and officially a Brooklynite. So. Go, yeah, all right, Mary. All right, Mary. We'll have to um, call up uh, a Mary. Yes, 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 and and listen, Nick. If you want to catch a greyhound or however you get here from Pittsburgh, girl, you know. I mean, if any, how do you? Yeah, (laughs) do you know the way to (laughs) Um, San Jose? Uh, Well, also, I mean, they mentioned this in the last episode, and it's worth us mentioning that we will, of course, see them at DragCon New York. Oh, DragCon. Dates TBD as they were just postponed. Oh, fucked up. Yeah, so I don't know what that's about. That's such bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if they're trying to get a bigger venue now. Maybe. Maybe they've gotten a lot of early demand. They're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Come on, they, Javits they Center. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Javits Center. Yeah. Come, yeah. You know, as opposed to like Hammerstein Ballroom. Right. right. Courtyard Marriott and yeah, Herald exactly. Square. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, anything from uh, the subreddit that we should know or do we want to talk about next week and our predictions I mean I think I've covered everything from the subreddit that that uh, was relevant I think in terms of next week I mean our again if you want to I mean if you want to know the tea that I heard spilled on the subreddit about next week's elimination um, it's I don't know if it's true I am not I allegedly do not write me letters but uh I am I am kind of excited if it is true, and I do th- I am going to place my bets that some version of this is going to happen. Okay, place yeah. your bets. Yeah, place yeah, your place your bets on me if mm. you want to win. <laughs> it was like a Derek Barry re- reference that oh, didn't need to be made. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that li- quote from Showgirls? You got to gamble if you're going to win. Yeah, sooner or later you're going to have to sell sooner it. Later, you're going to have to sell it. <laughs> I said Pollyanna. <laughs> I'm erect. Why aren't you erect? Um, okay. So, uh, okay, Colin. Well, I, I appreciate that. You know, we have a last chance lip sync to discuss. Oh. Which I have um, I have decided. Well, do we want to let our listeners know how to get in contact oh, with us before they do that? Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm jumping the boom boom gun. Yeah. All right, Gia Gun. Um, if KK. You have, if you, KK. <laughs> if you have any thoughts, obviously, uh, we'd love to hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, please email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at All Right Mary, uh, and we'd love to interact with you there and uh, and send gifts and memes and pictures of cats. Yeah, yeah, uh, and also you know how it is, and, and we have been getting reviews every time I check. There's a new one. Some fabulous reviews on iTunes. Join the party. There's just it's been some. Thank you, thank you guys. I've been asking every week. Thank you so much for the reviews and the ratings. Keep them coming. It really, I think, um, has made a big difference in helping more people find All Right Mary. And yeah, I love that people are game for this type of conversation. Yeah, that's all. And you know, there's no shade mm-hmm. on other types of conversations. No, it's just this is the one that we want, and so right. we. So that, that's why we're doing this, right? That's why we created this podcast. Mm-hmm. Is because 
this is how we want to talk about Drag Race. We like talking about Drag Race the other way, right? And, yeah. Um, or other ways, but this is this you know this is our thing. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for co-signing our fantasies, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but as you were saying earlier, so the last chance lip sync mm-hmm. this week uh, is "Girl from the Gutter" by Kina. This is a B-side, kind of obscure, but, uh, and it's, it's a one-hit wonder, okay? Mm, okay. Um, I don't think I've ever heard it. But I, I can see a, a drag queen doing it. All um, right. And I think, uh, I think it would be fabulous. So, All right. Well. So send us your thoughts, Mary. Take us out, Kina. And, uh, until next time, I guess all I have left to say is bye. I hope you do, I hope you do.